but make it Hallmark. You're still here with me, Patty, and I'm here with my co-host, Chingai. Hey, Chingai, how are you? Hey there, it's been a while. <laughs> it is the longest summer ever. Today's episode, we are going to be recapping the not one, not two, not three, but six Summer Nights movies from the back half of Summer Nights. If you thought Summer Nights was done, you were wrong. It is already September, and we literally just finished the last movie from Summer Nights. So today, we're going to attempt to go through all of them. Yes, all of them, even the uh, not-so-good ones. <sighs> we got <And> this. <laughs> so, I don't know, bring out... Is it pumpkin spice now? Because it's about to be fall harvest. Bring out mm-hmm. those pumpkin spice lattes, or maybe the last of the, the juice, because... We're saying goodbye to summer and saying hello to fall. So, without further ado, we will start with the first movie from Summer Nights, which I honestly don't know why it made it to Summer Nights, <laughs> because is it Summer Nights? We start with Sealed with a Kiss, Wedding March 6, starring Josie Bissette and Jack Wagner. The modest wedding plans of a celebrity and his down-to-earth fiancé escalate while Mick gets an enticing opportunity Olivia won't let him refuse, putting their own big day in jeopardy. I want you to have the wedding you've always dreamed of, not one that you settle for. An epic love story. My heart's about ready to pop out of my chest, but other than that... <laughs> ...gets a fairy tale ending. I think that if you just focus on making each other happy, everything will fall into place. The long-awaited moment is finally here. Jack Wagner and Josie Bissett in the Wedding March finale, five years in the making. I'm sorry to say, but there's not much I want to say about Wedding March 6. I'll admit, I've watched every single Wedding March. Chingai, I don't think you've seen a single Wedding March, have you? I haven't. I haven't. I, I mean, I wanted to do the assignment, but you told me I didn't need to, so I just uh, said okay. Yeah, you don't need to, and no one else needs to, because I have done the work for everyone. Guys, I don't understand Hallmark sometimes. By the sound of it, there are six installments, so you basically know what the plot is. Mick and Olivia are old sweethearts got back together, now start this, like, I don't know, wedding business, or, like, they happen to be in a place where there's so many fucking weddings, and, of course, there's the secondary story of the wedding. The wedding now has a trope of the celebrity. This, like, yay for diversity, we get, like, an African-American actor and his fiance, and she's trying to appease him, and he's trying to, like, not give in to the pressures of stardom, but he's such a big star that everybody just wants to to have a piece of his wedding day. Did I care? Not really, but to be fair, I cared a little more than I did for the past five Wedding March movies, <laughs> which isn't saying much. So I wouldn't say that I loathe this movie. In fact, I'm like, wow, that wasn't a bad Wedding March movie. But it's just, let's let's retire this concept. Spoiler, Mick and Olivia finally get married in the end to the dream wedding of the, well, no one's dream wedding because it's a celebrity <laughs> over-the-top wedding. The celebrity over-the-top wedding, basically, they gave it up and forwent it, forgoed it because they decided to go for a simple wedding. And so Mick and Olivia got a free wedding. So yay. Yeah. I, it's, I mean, it's Jack Wagner in modern-day clothes, so he's always a fun, you know, shoot-from-the-hip kind of guy. But it's just... I don't, I don't know. I, I, How much I don't should know quit these, these long-term series they, they, they love doing? <laughs> There are six! I think it's time. Um, but maybe seventh is a charm? I don't know. I hope not. But you know what? Let's bet. Maybe next year when they return us to like the June weddings theme, we'll probably have a wedding March 7. So oh, shit. <laughs> give the people what they want. Chinkai, maybe then. I'll watch it and I'll tell you if you should watch it. But this was a, 
a 2x movie for me while cooking and really not paying attention, but here we are. So, speaking of 2x movies, uh, we're, we're gonna go into the real Summer Nights stuff here, because Wedding, Wedding March was kind of like, put in there for effect, I don't know why. Okay, but let's start with two movies that go with a similar with a similar theme. They're both meta in that they're set in TV shows, TV land. So it's it's like Hallmark making fun of the industry that it's in in two different ways. So let's talk about Love for Real and a little daytime drama. In a little daytime drama, we get Jen Lilly and Ryan Pavey. In order to save her daytime soap drama from cancellation, head writer Maggie must convince Darren, fan-favorite actor, and her real-life ex-boyfriend to return to the show. I think I'm falling in love with you. And I feel like I could fall in love with you. Take that, everyone! That's clear, everybody. For Maggie, daytime drama is easy. We need to bring Detective Preston Stillwater back. I don't know if you remember when I left, I said I was never coming back. She broke up with me. Real life? is another story. Seems like we'll be spending more time together. So, there's no girlfriend? Only in your imagination, which is clearly running wild. <laughs> and then, because this is a twofer, let's go with Love For Real, starring Chloe Bridges, Tiana Tully, Scott Michael Foster, and Corbin Blue. Haley and her best friend, Bree, go on a reality dating show to publicize her fashion line. Will you accept this heart? Continue this journey with me? I'm sorry. Cuts. That wasn't supposed to happen. The network likes the idea of best friends going on the show together. Why did you come on a reality show? Maybe it's one of those things you can't find until you stop looking for it. Ideal woman. When I meet her, I'll feel it. So you want me to get you eliminated, huh? Send me gracefully into the night. I don't want you to leave. Okay, so a little daytime drama. This is the Jen Lily one is set in the world of soap operas, right? We get familiar Hallmark concepts again with a producer slash writer dating dated an actor. So we, we keep seeing this anyway. The, the show needs a hallelujah because it's on the line and so they need to bring him back to, to get the ratings up again and so that she can get a job. So that she doesn't lose her job. Okay, I, I like everything about this movie except the casting and i know we don't i know we've we've said a lot of stuff about jen lily before the last one i remember was the christmas christmas movie she was in the army theme i i don't know it's it's like she's she's always she's always not the best fit i think Mm. and and you know patty and i love ryan pavey Mm. from you know we we love all his movies and i feel like it's just like this injustice that he's paired with someone who i feel just doesn't live up to his level of acting which is funny because this is about daytime drama anyway (laughs) (laughs) you know what i like i like what they did here with i mean they brought in something about mental health because like Mm. ryan pavey's character uh left Hollywood to be in a Broadway play and it bombed and it just like it it left him kind of shell-shocked and he was seeing an acting coach and he had like this tick where he had to snapping a rubber band just to get him back in the zone so that was interesting and I think very unlike Hallmark to address stuff like that in that in that thoughtful kind of way 
But then everything subtle and thoughtful is kind of just ruined because I feel like Jen Lily was just over-the-top acting. And, and even if she was doing it on purpose because this is about a soap, I, I, don't, I don't buy it. I don't, think, I don't think she was doing it on purpose. What do you think, Patty? I'll give it one. I mean, apart from the mental health thing, which I thought was really great, and Ryan Baby played it so well. Like, here's a swashbuckling hero, hot, everything. And yet, ooh, look at this other side to me. And Hallmark did it in a non-schmaltzy way. They did it just like a real person who was going through something without making it seem so othered, but also just like, yeah, it's something that happens. And it kind of is nice to have the hero have this quote-unquote weakness. It's not a weakness, but like, it's just so strange. And yet, I wasn't able to appreciate that in the moment because the entire time, I'm so bothered by Jen Lily. Jen Lily, I hope we like you in something. Maybe you will have your Lazy Chabert moment in a Christmas waltz type where it just turns us around. But what I did appreciate about her in this one is she looks great as a blonde. She like, does. She, she does. looks great as a blonde. When she had uh, this kind of blonde, I don't know, she looks really good. When she was doing the redhead thing with uh, the movie with, when she was, he was uh, Kevin... Um, Brandon Gary Benny was a writer yeah Brandon oh, Benny no. too was a chef the chef one with them so she had she was a redhead in those two movies or a brunette whatever but it was not <laughs> working for her but mm-hmm. this yellow this 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 blonde on her is beautiful and I think she had this one dress in like the one of the parties they went to where she looked really like whoa va va voom so mm-hmm. there those are the good things I can say about this movie <laughs> I I think Christmas 2020 just had such a big impact on my soul because I was thinking like, oh, wow, they have like ensemble cast potential. They could have turned this into a comedy a la Christmas house. You know, they they could have really made fun of the whole daytime drama slash Hallmark thing, but they didn't. And that was a miss for me. So, okay, let's, let's move on to another aspect of the TV industry. Let's go on to Bachelorette Land with Love for Real. So in this one, uh, it, it's it's a little more modern just because they're, they're riffing off The Bachelor or Unreal, but make it Hallmark. Uh, Scott Michael Foster plays the, what is he, the director, the sta- one of the people on producer, the Producer, right? I think he's a producer. Okay, and then... And then we have, like, these best friends trying to one-up the TV production and just get into it. And I don't know, it's just a mishmash of of a lot of stuff. Um, we get Corbin Blue as The Bachelor, which is kind of weird. I felt like this was one of those movies that could have been okay, but they were just doing too much. I mean, the fact that they had, like, so many storylines going on at the same time. We have, like, main character, Chloe Bridges. We have her best friend. And then we have two guys. And then we have all those extras on The the Bachelor slash Heart Choices, which is the show. There was just so much. And I'm sorry, about me getting distracted again in this show because I know Chloe Bridges from the show Insatiable and she plays a villain there and I just could not erase it. I, I feel like she's not, at least in this in this show, she's not like leading girl material, leading lady material, which isn't to say that she's a bad actress. I think she can act, but she just played the villain so well in Insatiable that I can't get it out of my head and I can't seem to take her seriously and I, I i don't buy her earnestness so that's what distracted me from love for real so i i have to say love for real did a lot better with the meta view than 
a little daytime drama. Not to say that it did it super well. I really did appreciate, though, how Hallmark is trying to modernize Hallmark. I don't think we'd ever see this take on a dating show on the Hallmark Network. We would usually get, like, the most banal roles and jobs of, like, interior decorator, doing up a house. Like, this was nice and, like, a little more modern. And we finally are, again, welcome to the 21st century Hallmark. So it was nice. I wish, though, that they'd have chosen someone apart from Corbin Blue. Like, he's still, like, no matter what his haircut is, he will still be the dude from High School Musical to me. And I feel like there's so many hunks. So many. That's what Hallmark Stable is about. So many hunks in the Hallmark universe that I'm like, wow, you chose this dude? So that was a bit annoying. I feel you on Chloe Bridges. She's actually, she's quite cute and funny. But I feel like she would have, it would have benefited her to start as like a sidekick role. Because she has that like sidekick attitude. Not that I don't appreciate her being the lead. She just has the face of a villain. She, I, I feel like she was miscast. I mean, they, they could have, she could have still been the lead if the lead were a little more Devious. sassy or yeah, yeah. Which I guess isn't Hallmark. Yeah, but it was nice to see the side character, her, her best friend, being a little like, like super like really knowing this and, and playing the game and being a little more like scheming in a sense, but still like good scheming. I also like like the ensemble cast of like the assistant director and like it was just so there was so much going on that it was really difficult to concentrate on something. Yeah. But it was nice that the dynamic like the dynamic between Chloe Bridges and Mike, Scott Michael Foster was mm-hmm. interesting in that like oh it kind of felt like buddyish in a way. It uh, did. It did. Less less romantic, sweep me off my feet as we're used to, and just more of like barbs and like witty repartee and I mean you know to each his own and can you believe we like we got a, a take on The Bachelor and none of them were sleeping with each other of course <laughs> this no is the uh, puritanical version of uh, yeah. The Bachelor but you but know anyway. what? good good effort Hallmark I mean I think I think they're refining these these modern stories little by little with every season and with every year they're getting better at it Exactly. So here's the diversity. Here's to telling more stories. Here's to more representation. And we'll see a bit more of that when we're back on But Make It Hallmark. Welcome back to episode 8 of But Make It Hallmark's second season where we're discussing more Summer Nights movies. And I think these next three movies from, from their lineup really do celebrate the summer spirit. We start with Journey of My Heart, which is a an adventure travel movie. We always have one of those. And Journey of My Heart stars Rhiannon Fish and Darian Martin. A wildlife biologist travels to remote Alaska and receives guidance from a Native American family. I'm hiking to Eagle's Crest. Maybe you could point me in the right direction. This Native American land, it's a tough and dangerous hike. <laughs> Take a risk. There's a whole world out there for you to discover, even if you trip a few times along the way. Trust your heart. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta take a leap of faith. Who knows where the path will lead? It's unbelievable. Oh my goodness. So committed to each other. For life. Journey of my heart. Okay, so we've seen this movie several times before, multiple times with Christopher Russell. Hi, Christopher Russell. <laughs> Wow, to get new faces on 
a familiar storyline. I I have to admit I had very low expectations for this movie just because I didn't know who these people were and I'm I'm usually a little a little doubtful when when new people come on screen when they show the previews. But you know what? I was pleasantly surprised. This was the last movie they they showed for Summer Nights and it wasn't a bad one. We get these people in Alaska and she's trying to solve a mystery following a map and then there's all always that part where you're not supposed to reveal where you find the eagles. Let me just say eagles play a a big part in this in this movie whose original title is Love on the Wings of Eagles. What the fuck? It is no wonder that they changed it to Journey of My Heart, which is equally, not equally, which is lame, but less, less lame than Love on the Wings of Eagles. Anyway, like we said, we're refining our sensibilities with every season, with every year, and I like the mention of the Native American land. I mean, it's, it's inclusive. We have, we have great actors who, you know, who know, who are walking the walk and talking the talk, and that's, that's awesome. I thought, I th- I, at first I thought like the main guy was like, okay, why didn't they hire a Native American to, to play the lead guy? Oh, okay, because he's not. And so we get a little more layers in the story. And you know what? I was like watching from start to finish. I was not looking at my phone. And I think that's, that's a good thing, speaking of Hallmark movies. Old trope, but fresh take. I like it. Can I call out? The CGI, if any, was fantastic. <laughs> that was a big, that was like a really big stickler for me for the Christopher Russell movies. Uh, unfortunately, the sister from Chesapeake Shores, hers had the most horrific <laughs> CGI animals. This one, either they got stock photos of those damn eagles because they look real. I'm with you. I think the bar for me was incredibly low for this last movie. I was like, what? There's another movie? Like, did they just forget about it? And then something like, oh shit, we better include it now. But it was actually really good. The vistas, the aesthetic, quite good. The sis, the, the lead girl, Rihanna on film. Yeah! We see also in 27 Hour Day, which we'll talk about later. So we started kind of with her and we're ending with her. And it was a nice surprise. She was refreshing and like not a bad person to, to look at. I'm telling you, the, the preview for this does not do it justice. Because the preview, I was like, what the fuck is this show? But I'm glad I gave it a chance. I, I did watch it. Like, I was a bit distracted because, like, some repairs were going on in my house when this was happening. But I really actually was paying attention. And I actually paused it and, and came back to it and rewinded when I, when I missed something. Because I was like, oh, I'm kind of interested in these stupid details. Even if we've seen it 10 million times before, do not tell anyone where you find the damn eagles, <laughs> the pearl, the beach, the whatever it is. or else. Don't let the journal publish, <laughs> publish the findings. <laughs> I, I think their chemistry was pretty good too. I mean, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't, it wasn't a classic hallmark because I feel like they started off like, they weren't heavy on the banter. That's what I like. It was very subtle. They were like friends. And then I think it was a natural progression. It wasn't heavy handed the way they did it. And, and I think that's great. He was a poet. He was a pianist. He was a hiker. We stand all of those things. It's cool. It's cool. They they had the the of course they had the typical like oh teach me how to fish and kind of <laughs> don't go teach me some more. <laughs> that was fine. I mean it, it's cheesy but but I like it and yeah it it was it was it was a good good one <laughs> a good new one a sur- 
a surprisingly good one. So we'll take it, Hallmark. More of these surprisingly good ones rather than tired old ones. Seriously, give people a chance. Uh, speaking of giving people a chance, we go on to our next movie, Sweet Pecan Summer, starring Christine Cole and Wes Brown. Amanda has to work with her ex-boyfriend, JP, to sell her favorite aunt's pecan farm. It's time to sell the farm. To the last harvest. To the last harvest. He is a real estate broker, and we are selling the farm. He is my ex-boyfriend who broke my heart. Okay, well, there's that. I'm assuming that we can set aside our differences to get this deal done. We can't let the past keep us from being happy in the present. I get the feeling that everyone keeps trying to get us back together. Would it be such a bad idea to listen to Sweet Pecan Summer. I say, uh, give people a chance because finally, finally, justice for Wes Brown. <laughs> we have been waiting for the right time for him to shine and finally, we got it. Sure, we've seen this before. He plays a hometown hero that's come home after not being able to live out his baseball dreams. But, damn, he plays it well. Complete with the dad bod to prove <laughs> that he's no longer the fit baseball star that he used to be. And Christine Cole. Okay, Asian representation. I will never, ever, ever tire of it. Shout out to our friend, Christine Cole. <laughs> We should convince to watch this movie, not the actual actress. We have an actual friend named Christine Cole. But it was interesting because I, I don't know where this girl has been before, but I want her in everything. She is delightful. She is pretty. She was adorable. She has an entire Asian family to boot. I am biased, yes. But she plays this product development person in a beauty company that doesn't like the product developed. It's fresh. I like it. It's kind of like a complicated job, but, you know, they try to dumb it down. And I appreciate that. Yes, we've seen the excess high school sweethearts broke my heart, didn't follow the plan, blah, blah, blah. But I think it was a good new spin to it in that it's a fresh face and they weren't annoying. And I'd say that is a fucking win. Their chemistry is just like, damn, when they first bump into each other and like the grocery where she's hiding and he's there looking all gruff because he's actually doing up houses and she thinks he's just like a painter. So it's just, ah, oh, the way they bantered, the way they would like call each other out, but also the way they would apologize and own up to mistakes really like adults. I really liked it. Fuck, I... I watched it again. I loved it. The batting of the eyes when she was like trying to... <laughs> yeah, when she was doing googly eyes at him and... and you know, trying to swing his decision. That was a fun one. I was about ready to give up on West Brown because I really thought that he could not, he, he, couldn't, he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. But then, you know what? Our hunch was right. He was just getting saddled with the wrong movies and with the wrong people with Christine Cole. He was a star. Wes Brown, welcome back. <laughs> Where have you been all our lives? I love that we got the montage of them making over the house, painting the barn red. You know, like, and then him, like, this, both of them discovering that they were not following their passions. And, I mean, we even get that, you know, flash forward to a year later where we see them obviously settled in. Uh, she gets her, like, I don't know, pecan-based beauty business. <laughs> Strange, but hey, we've seen this and movie before. Gets, We've had a we've had those cosmetics with the pumpkins before. <laughs> wasn't, it wasn't this good, let me just say. I know, and 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 then and then we get Wes Brown living out his dream of becoming well, not his real dream, but actually now he realizes it is his dream of coaching and still being connected to baseball. But what I love is that they 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 dropped it in in the start of how she used to 
um, give him a good luck kiss at the start of a game, and then she still gave it now, and I just, ah, oh, I love stupid shit like that. That shit really flies with me. And of course, don't forget to mention, they have a height differential. She's quite tiny. He's quite huge. They look so good. They look so good. <laughs> I want more of this. I love her family too, you know? And, yes! and like the, the wearing house slippers and having outside shoes, that was a big one. You know, it's such a small thing, but it makes it makes a world of difference when you know you know. So, good job. Good job also to Hallmark for implying that auntie, Asian auntie, is sleeping <laughs> with her Caucasian boyfriend that's long distance. Because when he arrived in the house, I assume she goes, and you know where you're sleeping. I think she was referring to her boyfriend. Or at least in my head, she was. And Hallmark just didn't show who she was talking to. But she's a grown-ass adult. She's a widow. She deserves to be happy. And she's happy with this dude. I'm just, I was honestly super scared that every time he'd call, that they were breaking up. So I was like, oh my God, thank God they didn't put, throw that wrench in because Auntie deserves to be happy. And I'm so glad she got her happy. It's a good movie when we so, care yeah. about the, the side characters, right? <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> we want that Auntie love. It's a good love. movie when we care about. <laughs> when we care about the side characters and, and the, the memes. memes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> we've had a couple of side characters that we loved more than everyone else. <laughs> yay more Asians. Okay, yay more yeah. Asians. Okay, let's go to our last movie from Summer Nights, The 27-Hour Day, starring Autumn Reeser and Andrew Walker. An entrepreneur takes a break from her wellness empire for some much-needed work-life balance, but realizes it won't be easy. When was the last time that you took a day off for self-care? I had a teeth cleaning last week. This week's video post. You'll find it easy to disconnect here. That and not having clocks. You don't have clocks? Workaholic New York at 12 o'clock. First vacation in a while. First vacation ever. Any advice? Breathe. Hello. The 27-hour day. So I can't think about the 27-hour day without smiling. I've watched this movie three times. At 1.0 speed, I love it so much. This is what we, this is why we go to Hallmark. We, because we want to see movies like this. This is classic textbook Hallmark with the prom king and prom queen of Hallmark movies, Andrew Walker and Autumn Reeser. You cannot go wrong. This was like I think it was it was tight knit. It was it it ticked all the boxes. So we get our typical type A city girl and the nature retreat guy who's secretly type A too. And so he's he wants to be a vet, but he's like taking care of the family lodge. And she's a productivity maven slash influencer who's again trying to impress some Oprah type person here. So they meet on the retreat and then they have a million and one authentic conversations under the stars and by the campfire and they dance in the barn and that's all you need to know. Go watch the 27-hour day right now. I love it so much. Is this the first time that Andrew and Autumn are in the same movie together? You know what? I don't know. Because <laughs> I am going through Did the it? entire goddamn catalog and I always thought in my head that they can... Weren't they in the baseball the movie? movie? Or, or that wasn't... No, that was that was Nikki the Oh, he's always with um, Nikki the Yes, and it BJL. Like they have not. <gasps> yeah. So this is the meeting of the gods, <laughs> at Hallmark. Like you mentioned, 
prom king and prom queen and just it works there is a reason why they're at the top of their games there is a reason why andrew walker can command a fucking scene in whatever he does every stupid scene andrew walker was in whether it was talking to the fucking financier or putting together a model that he ruined or the pig ruined or you know feeling bad for the local vet he just shines this man can do no wrong i will watch whatever andrew walker puts out no matter who the leading girl is and yes i did watch <laughs> that like movie with the with with the girl from full house that was unspeakable but i watched it because andrew walker was in it and he deserves the best and you know who the best is autumn fucking reaser you know this was just amazing you know what he does really well he he like when you watch Andrew Walker on screen, it's like you can tell that he's into her. Like from the beginning, from the meet cute, when she's like jogging with, with, with her hand weights and then he, he sees her, he sees the New York girl running around and he gives her tips about what to do, just breathe. And he kind of, like you can tell that he's checking her out. He kind of looks her up and down in this like really, really micro movement of his eyes. And like it sells it so, so well. And Autumn Reeser is like totally oblivious because she's, she's, she's awesome. <laughs> You're right. It's the micro movements. He would give her that like, the glint in his eyes when he looks at her when they were in the fucking fire pit like they had this like fireplace thingy where they were all like i don't know singing along and he was singing but she wasn't singing and even as he sang like sitting on the dock of the bay oh, I love that song. Yeah. Her, yeah, no like i was getting the fucking shivers yeah. and then when he pulled her aside and like i want to bring you to my favorite place and it's the fucking hammock mm -hmm. and when he said that would you like to have a drink with me to thank her for helping him with the model and then they ended up drinking really bad wine and they laughed and it was like oh we're in on the same joke oh my god guys i can't believe i remember so many fucking details about this movie yeah i've watched it like 10 times now but that's not the point i haven't been this affected by a movie this has this has the same feelings that i felt kind of when i watched bottle of blood and guess what guess say, who was in that yeah Guess it wasn't that Andrew motherfucking Walker. There is a reason he is at the top of his game and he needs everything. I hope Hallmark blesses him with great Christmas movies because he has been given horrible Christmas movies in the past and they need to rectify that. Give him one with Autumn. Clearly their chemistry is amazing. That's what happens when you drink all that natural organic juice. <laughs> you shine. <laughs> little West. You know, as somebody, as somebody who took a model making class in college this <laughs> this particular scene where they're making the model this was like my dream scenario when i was in school and and this is like real okay like i have like emails of me describing what my, my dream scenario for this model making class obviously nothing like this ever happened to me there was no andrew walker in my class but at least <laughs> like this fantasy of mine was somehow fulfilled and that's why i keep watching this movie again and again and you know what it makes me so happy to see him in a movie like this because we really have had several christmases of subpar movies where he was like he he was not he was like Wes Brown basically in the last Christmas movies he was in, and then I remember Autumn Reeser is so great because 
Because I remember us watching recently um, Aaron Krako doing the type A thing, and it was just so annoying. It was grating to me how, how controlling she was. And Autumn Reeser takes basically the same character and does it so, so differently. She is a gem. I hope Andrew and Autumn never age out of Hallmark. I mean, give them Wedding March seasons 1 <laughs> to 10. <laughs> Maybe then, maybe then things will change. I'm, I'm telling you, you, you said it right. We saw this character in played by another actress, and we were like, what the fuck? But that's the entire movie. We've seen this movie so many times before. Guy not following his dream, taking care of the family, staying in the small town, type A girl, loving the city, not giving up her dreams. We have seen this 10 million times at the very least. But with them, it's so fucking fresh. It's just, you. it really takes a caliber of actor to be able to make this plot just work. This is beautiful people doing beautiful things. They're like, I get the diversity and I'm all for it and I love it. But when you have, you know, like these tier one, <laughs> tier one, like 99th percentile <laughs> actors, like Andrew Walker and Autumn Reeser, you give them whatever the fuck they want. And it flies. I would love to see them again. And they get 28-hour days, 29-hour days, 30-hour days. Give me all the hours with these two because it is a plus, plus, plus. As an aside, the side characters (laughs) who I love to mention, I love all of them. This gave me ensemble Christmas house energy as opposed to all the other movies during this season that had a bunch of characters all stuck together. We have our retiree guy. I love him. Leading, sitting on the dock of the bay. Then we have the party planner and the husband-wife. They brought diversity, but it wasn't like it wasn't stale. It was fun. It really felt like you're on this retreat and you're making friends. And by the end of their whole retreat, you're like you're like family already. So yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, and the retiree totes had his eye on him. I mean, go for like, it. In the end, they were like, you knew they were like, because they were like, ooh, he knows where he's staying. And I'm like, ooh, mom's got a love story too. And even the sister, hey, Rihanna yeah. Fish, we see you again. Or we now we see you as like a lead girl, but before, look at you. From the start of summer movies, you're the sidekick, and now you're the lead. That was really nice. Oh, oh, you're and right. the aunt from Bottled with Love is here. Yeah. Nice to see oh, her gosh. back. <laughs> We love a recycled cast when it works. So, shout out to 27 Hour Day. I'm booking my ticket to Montana to relax on this freaking farm because, I mean, I can't imagine taking my watch off and not having my phone with me. But you know I what? I do it for Andrew Walker, man. I know. <laughs> Speaking of things we'd like to do to Andrew Walker when we're back, Mary Kill. to but make it hallmark we're now in the favorite part of the episode we have mary kill in case you guys just started listening we have been recapping the six movies of summer nights part two because we just can't get enough of summer nights and in case you didn't know we highly recommend you check out the 27 hour day and you know what just throw in sweet pecan summer there if you have more time out of the six don't waste your time on couple others but you can go watch these at 1x speed it's that good and if you aren't following us on our socials we're 
at Make It Hallmark on Twitter and at But Make It Hallmark on Instagram. I always get those two mixed up. Why with the character limits? I don't understand. But really, Shanghai, let's start with Fuck, Marry, Kill. Of course, we start with our kills. Who would you want to kill this episode? Okay, I'm I'm killing Scott Michael Foster from Love for Real. I I really like him, but I I just feel like it's just too complicated to be with a guy who got himself involved. I know he quit his job on the show <laughs> at the end, but like I don't know if if he gets involved in stuff like this. Like I I don't think I wanna I wanna dabble in that. Ooh, too complicated. <laughs> You like it simple, which mm-hmm. I don't blame you. Okay, who I want to kill is I want to kill an entire fucking franchise. I want to kill Wedding March <laughs> 1 to 6. Please, please let it go. Unless you're doing an Andrew Walker Autumn Racer Wedding March 7. That's it. Uh, I'm looking at the Wedding March cast and it's just like, wow. Jack Wagner, I'm sorry, I'm not killing you. I'm killing the entire fucking franchise. So, yeah. Goodbye, Wedding March. May you be the last of the six Wedding Marches that I've somehow seen. No one forced me. I did this to myself. (laughs) Okay. Who would you like to fuck? Oh my god, holy dad bod, Wes Brown. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought I'd see the day, but yes. I would like do it with my ex if it were him in a t-shirt and a baseball cap. <laughs> you know what? Same here. I always thought Chris Brown in all his dad bod glory. You know what I love? Is that they didn't even make him wear loose shirts. They made him wear yeah. slightly tight shirts so that his man boobs were seen and so that his love handles in the back were seen. And you know what? I am all in for it. I am all in. Wes Brown was it- so hot. It is 2021, and I think the dad bod has replaced the zaddy. <laughs> fuck those zaddies, can I just say? Yeah. Fuck that zaddy. I rewatched that movie with my sister just a couple of weeks back. Fuck him. But yes, I would like to fuck Wes Brown, the dad bod and all, in his nice little um, real estate blazer with his man mm-hmm. boobs coming out and his love handles coming out. <laughs> I am, and he is handsome, he is sweet. Ugh. Give me that baseball energy. I'm all West Brown out of Graceland is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Take him away from there. All right. And who are we marrying? I have a feeling we're marrying the same person. But you know what? Sister wives, here we come. How can we not? How can we not marry Andrew Walker? Come on. <laughs> he can look at us with those micro eye movements forever. You can th- we can exchange weeks. So we can have like you know, complete weeks with him, Monday to Sunday. I'll take the next week. You take the next week. Honestly, Andrew Walker, whoo, this guy is a dad of two. No dad bod here. No dad bod. (laughs) This, if you watch his wife's Instagram, they're always doing yoga all the fucking time. And it's not like lay down yin yoga. It is intense, like hip kind of yoga. I'm tired for them. But clearly it's paying off because he looks fantastic. I think I think he looks a lot better than like he got a little thin I think in the last past couple of well you know I mean we we have been in weird times yeah but <laughs> like he's he's back in fighting form right now I yes, just who I want to watch Bottled with Love again suddenly I think we should or you know what I, S- Snowden Christmas is that the oh my God I... we can we we have three Andrew Walker hits now that we have the twenty seven already yeah yeah. yeah. 
oh my god, we have the trilogy. You know what? I think we just need to do like when we first started this podcast, guys. We wanted to do it like actor based and like their best hits. We can now fill an Andrew Walker episode with like hit after hit after hit because we just can't get enough. We can't. All right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us on this episode of But Make It Hallmark. Again, um, please like, subscribe, share the podcast with friends. We'd really appreciate it. And we'd love to hear from you. So hit us up on our socials at Make It Hallmark on Twitter. Twitter. And at but Make It Hallmark on Instagram. Thanks, Jingai. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, Daddy. Bye. Bye.